Blog Talk Radio. Nice to hear you. And we, 
You heard me talk about the big show we have. What's all the music? I don't know. I don't know. We got uh, we got a noise in the background. If uh, people do have exterior noise, they can just noise. They can just press mute on their phone till they're ready to speak. But let's welcome uh, uh-huh. before we keep her waiting too long. All the way from, um, I think it's Amherst, isn't it, Dorothy? Amherst, Massachusetts. That's right, the Amherst area. Yeah. How are you this morning? I'm doing fine. It's. Uh, what are we talking to, to me this morning, Tommaso? Dorothy Cresswell. <laughs> Dorothy Cresswell. Bravo, bravo. Yeah, hi there. Dorothy, what kind, what kind of a name is Cresswell? That sounds very, uh, very Mayflower, right from the uh, Daughters well, of the American Revolution. Well, it is from England. There is an, uh, we the family does go back to England. There's a Cresswell, England, very wow. um, by a well. They say that Cress grows, so it's called Cresswell. Is what I've been Cresswell. told. Cresswell. Oh, that's <laughs> fantastic! Fantastic to have it going back that far. So do you do you actually have it trace it all the way back to the Mayflower or something or how? Oh no, we don't, we don't have know? those kind of things. But my parents traveled there and told us about it. I have nothing. <laughs> Isn't that nice? But they didn't take the kitties. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did they? I hope they my showed parents slides. My parents came or... on the Mayflower, too. My parents yeah. uh, were on the Mayflower. In the Mayflower <laughs> Hotel parents? on Burton Street. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not quite catching it. Uh, <laughs> all is, he's talking about a hotel that existed in Boston. Oh, of course, yes. The Mayflower, yes. The Mayflower. Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, let's find out who years. our caller is. We had so rare that we get a caller. This is 828. Sometimes they don't want to, Dorothy, they, they get on. I can see them there, but they don't want to talk. Maybe this one will well, speak today. Who do we have? Uh, Who's go ahead, tell them who you are. Mary? <laughs> I love that this happens all the time. We can see them, but we can't hear them. Okay. Go ahead. Well, do you know who they are? I do. I do. It's oh. actually my twin sister. Wake up. Her granddaughter is over. Mary, are you there? Yeah, they may be there, but they're Child not is- talking. Maybe the last song was about a Mary. Lazy Mary, get out of bed. We need your Yes, she has her Come on, Mary, pick up the phone. Oh, well. Come on, speak it to us. I, well, listen, there's a, lot, there's a lot going on, you know. Um, yes. We've, yes. Uh, we've, and so, so let's, well, listen, I, I've, I've, I download, uploaded, downloaded, whatever they want to call it. Let's get off. Right. It's, it, it's, it's the summertime, and I looked at this song, and I absolutely fell just in love with the title because I love this animal, this bird, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. so you know it's a bird. But I love them because of the way they dart around and they they know exactly where they're going and they just run run through the sand and they're beautiful yeah. little uh, sandpipers. Can we? Well, can, it's okay if we play this. Oh, please do. Yes, that's a okay. Newer here song. we go. All right. Little sandpiper waiting in the water. Little sandpiper waiting in the sea. Dip your beak. Rings flowing out from you to me Rings of love 
giraffe looked over at Butterfly and said, Why am I so heavy? Why are you so light? Butterfly shrugged and said, We're right for our type, and we all share one big sky. Oh, yeah. Share one big sky, share one big sky. Give the world a big high five. Yeah, we're different and we know it, but we all get along. Cause we can all share and we can all care. We're different, but we all belong. Yay! All right. Okay, two, two songs that I find yeah. a common thread in. We're talking about first one about rings. Was it rings or circles? Rings, wasn't it? Rings of love. Yeah. Do you dip? Rings. Yeah. And, and this yeah. one rings. about all getting along. So, but the pipers and, and the rings and the anger or the love or how did that all evolve? Yeah. How did you make those connections? Well, I, I just was at the beach like you have been, and I was, like you, fascinated by these tiny little birds with the great big ocean, and then with these tiny birds having the thinnest, thinnest beaks or bills yes. and dipping and watching the rings go out and out and out and out. From, and I just was very impressed with that. And the next morning... When I woke up, I heard the beginning of the song, so I grabbed a piece of paper and started writing, <laughs> and the rest of it just came. It just came about all of us when we feel so It's so funny. Well, we're laughing because Tommy will know why I'm laughing, because we've heard this over and over and over yeah. again, uh, how uh, yeah. songs and inspiration, and we had one, <laughs> one yeah. guest who said, nope, it's all me. <laughs> we have no to from a nobody. No, it's nope, it's all. And then in the next breath, the, the individual uh, announced that a lot of the songs came in dreams, but still they were his and nowhere else. <laughs> oh, no, maybe the so, sandpiper gave them. <laughs> no, no, he, no, they all came from him. <laughs> oh. So it's very interesting. Here. Of course they do, and it's it's just fabulous to hear the process, and that's one of the things we like to to uh, tell the kids on the show is that yeah. um, that's how it works. If you but you kind of have to go looking for it, don't you, Dorothy? Well, and I I also want to tell kids <clears throat> that songs are very much like dreams because you get a little snippet, and if you don't catch it, it will slip away. Yeah, so they do go catch, away, don't they? Catch what you can, and then when you have more time, you can add a little more. But if you can catch it, you've been given a song, and, um, you know, wherever songs come from, you've been given a little bit of one that others are going to want to hear. So jot it down, sing it into a recorder, somehow just, just catch it. Yeah. That's fabulous. You're so right, and that's why we over and over again we tell uh, tell kids to to write anything i mean don't you i mean to yes. journal to write their poems to write their thoughts yes yeah because fact, their you know, thoughts are are meant to be shared meant to be listened exactly. to and then shared yeah 
they're gifts, just like this song was a gift. And, you know, we talk about over and over again uh, all of these fantastic songs. You know, Mozart didn't even, you know, he just heard the songs. And he wrote right. the scores, you know. So, right. you know, I, this is a perfect time. I, I found this this week. I don't know the source. I can find it out. But if can we take a second and listen to exactly what we're talking about? Sure. Sure. Okay, here we go. I I really love this. Here we go. Now, of course, people ask me all the time. They say to me, what is the secret to success? The first rule is trust yourself. What I mean by that is, is so many young people are getting so much advice from their parents and from the teachers and from everyone. But what is most important is that you have to dig deep down, dig deep down and ask yourselves, who do you want to be? Not what, but who? And I'm talking about not what your parents and teachers want you to be, but you. I'm talking about figuring out for yourselves what makes you happy, no matter how crazy it may sound to the people. So rule number one is, of course, trust yourself no matter how and what anyone else thinks. And of course, rule number two is break the rules. We have so many rules in life about everything. I say break the rules, not the law, but break the rules. It is impossible to be a maverick or a true original if you're too well behaved don't want to break the rules you have to think outside the box that's what I believe after all what is the point of being on this earth if all you want to do is be liked by everyone and avoid trouble the only way that I ever got any place was the breaking some of the rules which of course brings me to rule number three don't be afraid to fail anything I've ever attempted I was always willing to fail You can't always win, but don't be afraid of making decisions. You can't be paralyzed by fear of failure, or you will never push yourself. You keep pushing because you believe in yourself and in your vision, and you know that it's the right thing to do, and success will come, so don't be afraid to fail. Which brings me to rule number four, which is don't listen to the naysayers. I mean, how many times have you heard that you can't do this, and you can't do that, and it has never been done before? As a matter of fact, I love it when someone says, no one has ever done this before, because then when I do it, that means that I'm the first one that has done it. So pay no attention to the people that say it can't be done. You gotta love it, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta love it, it's gotta be what you are supposed to do. You wanna sing, even though they wanna invite you to Carnegie Hall, you're gonna sing to anybody that listens to you, including singing to yourself. You gotta write even if no one published your book, write because that was given to you to do. You do what it is you're supposed to. You're supposed to build something, you're supposed to create something. I don't know how to do it. Learn. Do whatever is required. It's necessary. If you want it, you gotta go into action. You gotta be willing to experiment. You gotta be willing to fail and to succeed. You gotta be willing to form and to develop new relationships. It's you, it's on you, you gotta make that happen. Nobody's gonna bring it to you on a civil platter and say, here's your dream manifested. No, it's hard, yes, it's hard. It's difficult, that's right, and it's worth it. That brings me to rule number five, which is the most important rule of all. Work your butt off. You never want to fail because you didn't work hard enough. I never wanted to lose a competition or lose an election because I didn't work hard enough. I always believed leaving no stone unturned. Muhammad Ali, one of my great heroes, had a great line in the 70s when he was asked, how many sit-ups do you do? He said, I don't count my sit-ups, I only start counting when it starts hurting. 
when they feel pain, that's when I start counting because that's what makes you a champion. That's the way it is with everything. No pain, no gain. Whatever it takes, I would do. That's the answer I want to help you. And if you do not see it, and if you do not believe it, who else will? That takes me to rule number six. Whatever path that you take in your life, you must always find time to give something back. Something back to your community, give something back to your state or to your country. Remember those six rules. Trust yourself, break some rules, don't be afraid to fail, ignore the naysayers, work like hell and give something back. <laughs> that was Arnie Schwarzenegger, no? Yeah, it sounds like Arnie, but it's not. It's some, <laughs> of course, it's some new uh, people German ask me all the time. Bodybuilder. They say to me, what is the secret to success? <laughs> well, let me shut it. Yeah, the first rule is... Let's do it again, I guess, sir. Nah, we got it. We got it that under was control. That's Schwarzenegger. I know that voice anywhere. <laughs> he sounds funny. He talk a funny, no? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got that great gym. What do you think, Dorothy? Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think, I, <laughs> that's I, what I, I said when I heard it. Yeah, yeah. He, I wish I had the kind of confidence he has. But yeah. I agree completely that everybody has something to give and that as he was talking about break, break rules but not laws, I thought about a seed that has to break out. We're all, mm. we're all born within a certain culture and expectation and raised in certain expectations, but to grow our uniqueness, we have to break out some. So that's what I was thinking about listening. Now, now you were a teacher for years. Yes, yes. For (laughs) Tell me how you you move from teacher to children's songs. How did you make that transition? Uh, Well, I'm just doing it. I only retired a year and a half ago, but my entire teaching time, I used music, enjoyed other people's music, wrote songs when I felt they're like all kinds of families. I wanted a song about the families that I was meeting through the school. And um, the Grandmother Tree is a true story about the kids at my school who saved a tree from being cut down that they loved. And so it just sort of has always been in me. But now that I'm retired, I had the time and focus to be to dedicate to getting the songs accessible to other people. So mm. it it was like a natural progression for me. <laughs> That's great. And well, you know, well, let's. I mean, some of the things that you mentioned even before Arnold there spoke was yes. you, you talked about sharing, which he talks about giving back. Um, yes. You know, you talked about grabbing the moment, which is about the. The work, yeah, I'll be back. Talk about grabbing what? Grabbing the moment and catching the dream and catching the song. Yes, yes. And doing the work. Yeah, and And actually that's what what I've learned in making the songbook and CD. I must say I bow to everybody who has ever made a songbook and CD because it took a lot more dedication and hard, um, you know, sticking to my goal to get it Commitment. done. It was yes. Much bigger project yes. than I expected. 
Yes, yes, it does. And uh, yeah. and you know, I, I <laughs> would you have now that you have done it, and now that um, you you know some of the you know it takes a while to get these rules down because it's so hard because the majority of the world doesn't believe like you know this individual. It's not Arnold, but he's I've got to get his name because he's this he's the new he's the new bodybuilder. This guy oh, and okay. uh, yeah, and he. Uh, and and you know because the things he's talking about are you know the the norm the 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 majority of the world doesn't believe in and they stop short. Now would you have done anything differently now that you know what you did? Would you have done anything sooner? Well, um, I wish I had done it sooner, just because there's. I'm having so much fun now. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly the answer I wanted. That's right. Oh, good. Okay. And that's why we want to tell kids right today. And, you know, somebody said the other day, well, some kids maybe have a learning disability or something, but today with all the technology, they can speak into their phone. They can take a video of themselves. Uh, But the important thing is to express. Everybody should express themselves because you never know what's coming up. Yes. Yeah, now you're making me wish I had included one more song on that CD, but um, I wrote a long time ago um, just affirming every child. Um, so, hmm. Yeah, well, let's let's talk, let's go back to the roots. I love this song. Let's do this one. I whistled and I jiggled <laughs> and I fiddled with my tongue. I pulled until it hurt using my finger and my thumb. When I got up in the morning And before I fell asleep I'd run my tongue And test each one of these tantalizing teeth So long, so long Waiting for my teeth to come out Truly takes so long Waiting, anticipating Waiting for my teeth to No, not that one. No, not that one. No, not yet. Hmm, did that one budge a little when I took my thumb and pressed? Wash your hands, my mother told me. Get your fingers from your mouth. But I've got to keep on trying so a tooth will just come out. So long, so long. Waiting for a tooth to come out truly takes so long. Indeed, that one got looser as I checked it day by day. When I wasn't even trying, it hung in a funny way. Sort of longer, sort of twisted. It looked bigger than the rest. I checked it in the mirror every day when I got dressed. So long, so long, waiting for it to come out truly taste. Cause 
Yep. Maybe a hundred times, a million times, but you, in order to succeed, you must fail. Now, what did you see, Dorothy, in all your years of teaching? Did you uh, see kids? Did you learn a lot from your kids? Oh, did I ever. I hmm. truly did. And even after 30 years, I retired, and then they needed me back again, so back I went, and I learned more from that that group, too. <laughs> I, I, I learned how forgiving kids are, how yep. given support that they are very welcoming and totally creative and curious and capable. Just given the right support, they show you who they are. Yeah, and you have them before they get robbed of that because the school system has an amazing way. Our uh, structured school system has an amazing They've proved it over and over and over again. And within two or three years, they steal, rob, you know, pull out all of the creativity in kids. And because yeah. they want them to learn the rote and the curriculum, I call it cramming the curriculum into the kids' craniums. And, you know, you can't think outside the box and you can't do things unless they fit in. And as we heard that gentleman say earlier, break the rules. Right. And I think of it as, yeah, I was lucky. I had them in the young, while they were young, and I had enough freedom to respect that. But um, I think of it now as don't give me cookie-cutter curriculum. They don't have None of us have cookie-cutter brains. You know, That's right. Um, yeah, we talked. We we had Dr. Toy on the show a little while back, and it's exactly. And last week we had um, Debbie Toomey, who is a gal that's um, a, a spiritual healer and you know oh. a holistic person. And she talk. She's concentrating on play right now because she finds that play hey, is therapy. amazing therapy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I think a lot of the tension in the world is because people don't have enough time to explore who they are, to play together, to enjoy who the differences. Exactly. Yeah. Now you, you, you taught for many years and, and it sounds like you went through at least a couple of gen- different generations of kids. Do you think it's kids true. have changed? Do you think a modern kids are, are different, a lot different than say 30 years ago? Well, um, I think they're dealing with a different world now. I think they don't, Mm -hmm. because both parents have to work a lot these days, um, kids are in large groups for more hours. You know, Mm -hmm. we used to have school, and then we had time with just a few kids, and then time with our families. And I think now, out of financially driven things mostly, and I think I was lucky. I was at a school that did in a town that actually did not have um, access to TV and um, ah. in, internet even. Um, ah. And so the kids were more like what what we grew up with. They they played mm-hmm. after school. They they created outdoor games and and activities. So. Actually, I was very fortunate, but I definitely do, do see the difference of um, kids having to be in groups a long time and not having that sort of open time of, hmm, what's coming, what yeah. would I like to do at this point? Discovery, discovery time. Do you think the values ever changed? The values? The kids' values ever changed from, say, 30 years ago? 
Definitely. Um, but I don't think their needs have changed. I think they pick up on the values of the culture of, okay. you know, fast and perform and success mm. and and possessions and stuff. But I think their needs are very much, you know, the need of all people to belong, to express themselves, to have uh, some, uh, some independence, but some of... Uh, uh, really knowing that they are appreciated and valued within the group, too. So. Yeah, it's called love, I think. Isn't it, Doris? I think it is called love. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down to it, yes. You know, I feel, you know, I feel just a sadness. People ask me why, you know, one of the things that I think has moved me to do this kind of a show is to give a platform for these things to be aired and as we gain more and more <laughs> listeners... And people Great. who think like we do and give people, you know, uh, the incentive to break out themselves and make those sacrifices. You know, I just get infuriated. Oh, we start, we'll get callers. We have, just have another one. We got a 2-4. Oh, this is fabulous. I think, Dorothy, you broke the record for actual callers, <laughs> even though most of them aren't speaking. 2 4 oh, do you want to speak? <laughs> No. I don't have two four zero, but I'm on. Um, yeah. Who's this? Oh, this is Mary Sorrels. <laughs> Mary, we've been looking for you the whole show. I called earlier, you know, just trying to listen, and I have two questions I would like uh, to ask. One is, what are the call letters of the station you're on? I'm trying to access listening to this without doing it on the telephone. And then I have a. My second question is. I really do want to order a songbook and CD and have it sent to my daughter, and I wondered if there's oh, a way to do that. Well, we could do that right now. Actually, you're all on right. blog. You're on the Internet radio. This is blog talk, all one word, B-L-O-G-T-A-L-K, radio, blog talk radio. And if you go on that, and just uh-huh. search Beantown Pals, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N Pals dot com. I mean, just Beantown Pals, it'll come up. So blog, okay. talk, radio, Beantown Pals. And for those people who are listening on the Internet, our call-in number is 347-996-3903. And <laughs> Dorothy, like who has a website. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Right. And, Dorothy, you have a website that has nothing to do with your name, but give out the website, please. Yeah. Yes, it's um, www.pioneervalleysinging.co. Oh, and then on that, that web, where did that come from? No, because no, no, I didn't. There's not Pioneer even an Valley, M. Of course. Yeah. When, when I retired, I have several things. I, I am running a children's chorus, the Happy Valley Children's Chorus. I do visiting singing um, for people who are not well or who need some uplifting. And I go to preschools, um, so I am a visiting singer. And um, I do a coffee house with an open mic. So I just wanted to have a, a website where people could find ways to sing in the Pioneer Valley. Um, so that's why you can go there and click on um, Kids CD and Songbook, and you uh-huh. can order. You can order there. Um, okay. 
Okay. Thank you for asking. Uh, and that. thank you for speaking. It's so nice to have somebody, a caller who speaks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Your show is wonderful. I love all the positive focus and the Well, the you know, that's what we want to share. Right. And we want to tell all those parents who think outside the box and don't conform to convention and maybe sacrifice and but how can you why have children if you don't hug them and love them and spend time with them you know yeah. and that's Actually, and when it, it goes too fast it goes too fast yes it does and, i have one uh, more question go ahead will this be a podcast that can be listened to yes absolutely time? it'll be there oh, absolutely that's most of our listeners listen most yes. of our listeners listen during the week we, we get very few people right. who listen why we're actually doing the show. Yeah. All of these shows are archived. Thousands of listeners after after the fact, if they go to uh, Beantown Pals website, uh, you can mm-hmm. get just about all of our shows. Is that right, Thomas? Yes, Fabulous. and also on iTunes. If you go to uh-huh. iTunes and you go to podcast uh-huh. and you type in Beantown Pals, up uh-huh. will come the show. So you can get it archived at Blog Wonderful. Talk Radio or on iTunes. Uh, but yes, and that's one of the things we love because it's, as Enzo says, the shows grow over time, and we're so proud of that. Okay, well, I'm going to go spend quality time with my granddaughter right now, and then I can listen to the podcast, the rest of this, later. So, have a beautiful <laughs> thank day. You so thank you so much. Thank you for doing this. All where right, are you from? That's great. Bye-bye. Bye. Where, can we ask where you're from? No. Pardon? Oh, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, thank you, oh. Asheville, North Carolina. Yes. All right. Be Thank good. you. We, All right. And we apologize for our, our accents. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Apology accepted. I apologize for mine. No, we love yours. <laughs> I, I don't mind having no, no accent. What are you talking about? Uh, bye bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Isn't that fun, huh? That was great. Yes. Yeah, well, look at that. You got the, and you have a sale too. They're going to actually go there and purchase. There we go. This is the beauty of of this uh, technology. For all of its faults, there are so many positives, and this is one of them that we can reach out across the world and be heard. Yeah, it is amazing. Truly, I don't think North Carolina is the other end of the world, but it's a, it's, it's yeah, we're kind of reach out, sure. Yeah. So um maybe I'm wrong. How about one more song there, Dorothy? How about uh okay. Paddle Paddle? Is that oh, a good sure. like to hear another sure. song? That's a true story. All right, let's do it. Oh, oh my god.
reached out right over the side and had a suddenly wetter ride. She was white water surfing. Paddle, paddle, bump and bink. It leaves the air than you might think to get washed out into the drink when you're white water Cold. She turned her feet as she'd been told. Daddy and Mary and grabbed hold, and none of us were laughing. Then the guide pulled her back in. We all began to breathe again and cried some wind relief set in. This was why water raft. traditionally had family reunions at the seashore in North Carolina, but my brother moved to Colorado and wanted us to come out there, and um, he signed us up for for the whitewater ride. And they give you a training ahead of time, thank goodness, and they specifically say, you know, we don't know if these rubber boats are going to, you know, really bounce hard off of some of these rocks in the white water, and somebody could fall out. And when if that happens, it's called a bink. So that's why in the chorus it went paddle, paddle, bump, and bink. It's easier than you might think to get washed out into the drink. So my sister, and we have pictures of us at the beginning or in the middle of the trip where she's sitting well within the boat, but... Um, all of us were paddling, so we were leaning a little bit over, and sure enough, at one point, she got bumped right out into the rapids. But wow. they they taught us to immediately, if that were to happen, to turn your feet downstream so that mm. you can repel off of the rocks. And um, they assured us that the next boat, every boat had a guide in it who was trained in rescue, and sure enough, the next boat had more members of my family. So um, they, my father and my sister, actually, who you were just speaking with, uh, pulled my oldest sister out of the rapids, and they grabbed hold of her. But then the guide was uh, the one who knew how to lift her back into the boat. So it was very dramatic. <laughs> So after after we were relieved, I wrote a song about it, and we just kind of sang it for therapy for a while. And now, <laughs> I have, well, it's it's funny. This is the second time I've been able to talk about white water rafting. I've never done it. Would love to do it, but um, yeah, you, with that, there's a tech that technique they teach you of putting your feet uh, downstream. But they also yeah. um, it it also gets your feet up. They want to see your toes, isn't that right? That they want to see you break oh, the, uh, the surface maybe. of water. Oh, maybe. Maybe they don't want you to get pulled down or something. But it all—I—I I remember the reason being so you can repel. Um, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, this—I yeah. one of the stories a fellow comic uh, tells is that he, you know, he put his head, you know, head out and his feet 
looked at his toes, and uh-huh. um, he's waiting and waiting for somebody to rescue him. And he didn't yeah. realize he had drifted into a pool, and he oh. was in only two feet of water. Oh, how funny. <laughs> and, oh, and the captain goodness. just yelled, he's going, please, please, help me, save me. And the guy Bloody said, hell. stand up. Stand up. Oh, <laughs> two things that you do if you fall out of the boat. One is to put your feet down with the current. The second is that you start saying, oh, my God, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, happily, also, we went to some hot springs right after that. And so ah. we had a good time. And I tell kids, you know, this is just to to – help you know what to do but definitely whitewater rafting is totally fun and a, a wonderful way to enjoy the the rivers yeah well that's that's fantastic i've always well, wanted to yeah. try that yeah, yeah. well maybe, listen we're, you will. We, we're going to if you we'd love to have you hang around but we're going to go visit beantown now and Excellent. um but if you if you have something to do uh we totally understand but we're going to uh we're going to find out there's something going on in Beantown that's quite, and I, it really, uh, I would love the, it's it's a quite, kind of a long bit, but I would love the advice of a teacher on this because it has to do with school and homework. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, is it okay if I play? So like Betty, and then we'll talk I'll stay then on. Then we'll say goodbye. Stick okay. around for Bucky and well, Betty, please, yeah. Yeah, All here right. we go. go it's, uh, here it comes. Good evening. This is Chuck Scoop with a special report from WBEAN News. Uh, as Beantowners know, there's been a quite an unrest in Beantown over the past few weeks. Dogs have been disappearing at an increasing rate. What started as a few separate incidents has now become an epidemic. Obviously, Beantowners are concerned, and we're here to address this issue. Actually, we've got a live feed right now that Officer Lima is on the scene of a disappearance as we speak. Uh, Officer Lima, are you there? That's right, Chuck. I'm actually on the scene of, of an incident right now. There's a, another dog disappearance, and I'm down here investigating, and uh, it's actually evolving as we speak. So you're saying this is a recent incident, then? That's exactly right, uh, Chuck. I'm, I'm at the house of Mrs. Kavanaugh, who's the grandmother of a young sprout, Stuart, who she's been providing care for over the past few months. And she's been noticing things in the past couple of weeks that uh, I think may lead to a solution to this actual mystery. That's right, um, Officer Lima. I called you in because I've noticed something strange about my grandson, Stuart, that he... uh, he, he's always been, you know, a good boy, but, you know, not not the most studious of, of sprouts. But the past few weeks, he's done nothing but wanting to do homework, which is totally out of character. I mean, he was a child that liked to play outside, to do video games, you know, and he did his sports. But now he just tells me that he spends hours in, in his room doing homework. And I, 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 I really can't uh, put my finger on it. Well, actually, I don't see any concern for alarm. I mean, what's what's wrong with a sprout doing his homework? Well, actually, nothing. I mean, that homework doing homework is an excellent thing, but not when it's it's all the time. He's he's. Comp- 
compulsive. He's obsessed with it. And, and, and it's more than that. He, his, his whole mood has changed. He seems nervous all the time. In fact, I would say he's frightened. And he won't come forth and tell me what's wrong. Well, Officer Lehman, do you mind if I step in here for a second? Uh, Mrs. Kavanaugh, this is Chuck Scoop at WBEA News. Uh, may I ask a few questions? Oh, my goodness, Chuck. Is this actually you? I, I've been waiting all my life to, to meet you. It seems like I'm just one of your biggest fans. I have your pictures all over the, 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 the bean pot here. You know, I, and I've actually written you letters, fan letters in the past. Have you received those? Uh, I, I seem to recall those, Mrs. Kavanaugh. But, listen, Mrs. Kavanaugh, right now the issue at hand is uh, what does you think this homework issue has to do with missing dogs? Great question, Chuck. Actually, we found evidence that we think will shed some light on this case. Isn't that right, Mrs. Kavanaugh? That's exactly right, because when Stuart would finish his homework, I've been observing something. It's not the normal type of homework. The, the homework seems to be, I don't know how to say this, but it seems to be alive. Uh, alive? Uh, uh, Mrs. Kavanaugh, this is Chuck again. Are you trying to tell us that you think that the homework is actually alive? You know, to uh, keep uh, truth in reporting, I, I have to, I'm embarrassed to ask this question, but uh, Mrs. Kavanaugh, are you on any type of medication? Well, maybe a few high blood pressure pills, but what are you inferring, Chuck? Uh, Chuck, actually, why don't we let Mrs. Kavanaugh continue? Thank you, Officer Lima. Well, Chuck, here it, here it is. Here's the scoop, okay? I woke up this morning, and my pet, my pet dog, was missing, all right? And, and there on the floor was, was Stuart's homework. And around the homework, Chuck, was fur. No Betsy, but fur. Betsy's fur. Just her fur. What do you think it means, Chuck? Oh, my goodness, no. Are you saying? That's right. The homework ain't the dog. Homework's eating dogs? Oh, my goodness. Officer Lima, what do you think of this accusation? Well, actually, Chuck, this is quite a twist, isn't it? Because for years, Sprouts have been claiming that uh, the dog has been eating the homework. We've got ourselves a right fix, don't we? Yes, we do indeed, to say the least, Officer Lima. Right now, we're going to take a commercial break and be right back. Welcome back, Beantown. As you can tell, we're in shock here with the accusation that the homework is eating the dogs. To uh, follow up on the story, Lance Legume is right now at homework headquarters. Lance, are you there? Yes, I am, Chuck. This is just horrible, the idea that homework is eating dogs. Um, it, yes, um, we're trying to get an interview right now with the head of the Homework Association, Mr. Al Jabra. And uh, we, as soon as we can get that, we'll be right back to you. Well, in the meantime, in the studio, we have Principal Pinto of Beantown Elementary School. Principal Pinto, the news is out. Homework may be eating dogs. What's your take on this? Well, Chuck, down at the school, we have been noticing that homework has been coming in in proportions we've never seen before. So you think there's actually something to this? Well, Chuck, students always claim that the dogs are eating their homework. That's not happening anymore, so you draw your own conclusions. This is actually too much for me to wrap my head around. The idea that homework is eating dogs, this is nuts. I've just been alerted that Lance Legume is ready for that interview with Al Jabra. Are you there, Lance? Yes, I am, Chuck, and Mr. Jabbar is ready. May I call you Al? Absolutely, but when do you think you will call? 
Oh, Al, it's just an expression. Of course I knew that. I was just trying to make a joke. Well, these are pretty serious times, Al. As you know, accusations are that Homelick's been eating dogs. What do you have to say? Well, we're not ready to make an official statement. But if you think about it, it's not unreasonable that this might be happening. It's totally within the realm of possibility. What are you saying, Al? Think about it. For years, dogs have been eating Homelick. Don't you think that after a while, Homer could get a little upset and try to strike back? I mean, you can only take so much. There you are, sitting on the desk. You've just been completed. You're ready to be passed in the next day. And all of a sudden, some big pooch comes along, opens his big mouth, drools all over you, and then just gobbles you up. You think that's nice? So you're saying that you're actually condoning this? Homework eating dogs? Don't you think this is a little drastic? Well, of course. We are not trying to claim that this is across the board okay. There may be a few homeworks that are taking the actions into their own hands, and we can't be responsible for them. But you have to understand, they have reasons to be upset, always being eaten by the dogs. Don't you think there can be some common ground? Of course. We are not ruling out the possibility that there can be a peaceful settlement. But I will say this. If the dogs continue to eat the homework, don't be surprised if the homework eats the dogs. Well, you heard it here first, Chuck. My goodness, Lance, this is absolutely unbelievable. Do you know what this means? Well, absolutely, Chuck. It's obvious. You could have bean pots where homework and dogs are going at it constantly. Dogs eating homework and homework eating dogs. There'll never be any rest. Well, thanks for that, Lance. This is Chuck Scoop for WBEAN News. Stay tuned for further developments. We'll have to wait for the resolution to that. (laughs) This is so funny. (laughs) Well, teacher, what what do you think of that development? Wow, I say that was an exercise in creative writing. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to get a new excuses for our homework now. Wow, wow. Well, and I loved it. Near the end, they they gave a hint. I would I would love them to to emphasize um, a peaceful settlement between the two. <laughs> they hinted at it near the end. Well, I, really I, I, I don't know. Usually, these go right back. There is there was a conclusion. Yeah, we're not going to get it. I don't think I can advance the actual. Um, it's too bad we can't advance these, but there is there is a there is a peaceful settlement. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear. That. I think the, the personification and all is very fun and a great way to to uh, help help put your uh, feet in other people's shoes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome no, nobody nobody took the, um, the the side of the homework for all those years. We just assumed that. You know the homework was okay with that, but uh, right, right. I think they call that a poetic justice. There you go. <laughs> really? Well, listen, we have it's summertime in, uh, in 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 Beantown as well as being summertime mm-hmm. here in Beantown, and um, really? of course, you know, in in in, in Beantown, Bucky works at a garage, and his his aspiration is that he's going to be a a spoon racer someday. At the Speed Town Speedway, but his friend, his yeah, great friend Betty, works at a. Yeah, she. Well, she. That's right. They're they're, they're spoons because beans are beans, and beans would ride around on a spoon, wouldn't they? And uh, and Betty works over at the Double Dip, which is a kind of a combination soda parlor 
uh, diner, and she okay. rides. You know, she serves on her as well, just like you know American graffiti, uh, sure. the fifties, which were a great yeah. time to be alive. And so the uh, it being summertime, there's an actual commercial for something we hey, all Bean Town. do. This is a boss down at the Bean Town Garage. Just reminding you that it's summertime, but you knew that. That's right, there's going to be a moon out tonight and every night, all summer long. It's time to come down to the Beantown Twin Drive-In. Two big screens. That's right, get out that spoon, put those little sprouts in their PJs, pop up some popcorn, and drive on down. From entertainment you won't believe. On our first screen, we've got something for the kiddies. That classic cartoon, Beanokio. And then for you adults, that romance, a classic. Casabinka, and of course Bucky's going to be playing Rick. Yep, and he's going to be doing that famous line. It doesn't take much to see that the problems of three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. <laughs> Isn't that a beauty? We all love that line. <laughs> people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. <laughs> and that's just the first screen. On our second screen, we got our triple creature feature. That's right. B-Town's favorite villains, Vane, Muncher, and Rex, have their own movies. Yeah, starting it off is Beanacula with that crazy vampire Vane. And just released, that's right, Beanzilla, starring that crazy dinosaur, Muncher. You know how he likes to eat everything? And last but not least is Rex, playing the werewolf of B-Town. So come on down. Get that spoon. Put those little sprouts in their PJs, get that popcorn going, and drive on down to the Beantown Twin Drive-In. This is Boss from Beantown Garage, inviting you to come on down. Good stuff, good stuff. That's a good travel, come on. I like the boss. Bucky's a boss. Does it bring back memories, Dorothy, the driving? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, in in Central Western still... Western Mass, I think you must still have a few drive-ins, do you? Well, there's only one that I know of that's quite a ways from here, but we do have the wonderful double-dip type places. We have wonderful oh, yeah. ice cream. So it does feel like the 50s. They play 50s music, and, and it's fun. A lot of people go over there, so. Yeah, well, we, uh, that's the big thing, and you know. And works at the double dip, and she always gives me a, a nice, uh, sometimes uh, she gives me the triple dip instead. Mm, <laughs> to you. I give her tickets to the opera company. She gives me the ice cream. It's a good deal. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah, we, in fact, hey, I, do you I'm, have to uh, drive in from Boston? Not in Boston, but not that far, actually. Maybe 30, 40 minutes out. Oh, that's and, okay. um, at the Cape. They have some at the Cape at Wellsley. Yes, that's right. And uh, okay. But, yeah. you know, it was always that great thing of putting the P. That was so exciting. Yeah. And I feel bad for kids to have, to be missing that, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Put your pajamas on, get the popcorn, get it, and go out for the night and, uh, you know, stay up later than you were supposed to. I still do the same thing. I jump in the car with my jammies on and go to the driving. Go to all my trunk, you know. 
so they don't have to pay. Well, well speaking of speaking of the double dip, let's go down there. Bucky's on his way over there right now and see what uh, Hello, boys going and on girls. With ice cream. Well, it's another day in Beantown. Bucky's been at the garage all day. And he's tired, and he's also been dying for an ice cream, his favorite ice cream. Let's listen in as he calls Betty at the Double Dip. Hi, good afternoon. This is Betty from the Double Dip. How can I help you? Hey, Betty, this is great. I was hoping you were going to answer. Hi, yeah, it's Bucky. It's Bucky. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You, you never call the Double Dip. And, and I answer the phone. What are the issues of that? I, you know, it's, it's, I, I always told you, Betty, it's special what we have. Is special, and I don't have any other. I don't know how to say this because I don't want to sound too goofy, but you know, you have. We have the best relationship. I don't have any other relationship like the one I have with you. Bucky, I'm special. glad you say this, but it's really busy. It's a, in the double oh, G. We have it. this is the big ice cream day, and I'm serving your favorite ice cream, Bucky. I wanted to tell you that your favorite. I'm serving what, it cho- to everyone. Chocolate, 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 double, triple, chocolate, chocolate, stop, dip. Yeah. yeah, the one you told me not, you you yeah. told me not to tell anybody. Remember? Well, that's, oh. And it was so special. I thought, well, I have to share it with everyone. Well, Betty, that's the whole point. I told you it was my favorite, but that was our secret. And you oh. know, because we have a special relation, I don't tell everybody. I don't tell anybody about our special relationship or our special my favorite. What is? And what? What is? What's, so tell me what's happening. What do you mean you're serving my favorite? was my favorite because every time I, I want to be able to sure that when I get there that my favorite ice cream that I love to eat will always be available to me because it's my favorite at the double dip and now what did you do you went out and you gave it to everybody well could you hold on one minute Bucky I have to give Dougie one Dougie's waiting in line right now and I told him I was gonna give him a triple chocolate 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 double shot of the chocolate with a chocolate swirl just the way you love it you like it that the chocolate 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 wait hold on hold on Bucky oh I can't believe this this is just too much I do I told her, I said, this was my favorite ice cream, and I didn't want it, because I wanted it to be there every time I went. And what'd a she back, say? Bucky. What? Oh, Dougie uh, loves. What do you mean, du- what do you mean uh, Dougie? Dougie really loves your your secret favorite what? ice cream. Betty, what do you mean Dougie? Dougie, what's Dougie doing there? Well, Dougie, Dougie <laughs> is going to the races, and he's going to race you tomorrow, and I thought, wouldn't that be nice if he could have an ice cream, <laughs> your favorite, to race you tomorrow? And you both could, you could come over and get ice cream, and you could both be energized for Doug, the, the wait, race Dougie, tomorrow. Dougie's eating my chocolate, chocolate, triple chocolate, 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 chocolate dip favorite ice cream. Dougie, yeah. of all people, of all beans, all beans. Yeah, and he couldn't believe that I gave out your secret recipe ice cream. But Betty, he's, he's, I'm racing against. He's one of the people I'm racing against. I gotta beat him. Yeah, well, isn't this neat that you both have the same? You'll be able to, after no, the race, you can talk about how you no. had your cigarette ice cream. No, that's not neat. That's not neat that Dougie's eating my favorite ice cream, Betty. I'm starting to get a little perturbed. You understand perturbed? Well, you know, Bucky, that you you should share the, that ice cream with people. Well, sharing is good. You're right. Sharing is very important, but not my favorite. That's the whole point. You could have shared strawberry. 
and giving them strawberry. But not my chocolate, 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 just my favorite. You shouldn't have done that, Betty. Strawberry could have been good enough for Daddy. Oh, oh Rocky's here. Wait, hold on. I, hold on the phone. And I, I, Rocky just came oh through the God, door. Hold I on. I gotta give him some ice cream. Is this really happening to me? Dougie's eating my favorite ice cream, and now she's talking to Rocky. Both guys I'm going to be racing against. The both of these guys tomorrow. And there's always like, what the heck is she doing? I should have never told her that was my favorite. I thought I could trust her with my favorite. Where the heck is she? I just, oh, uh, um, hey. Oh, wow, Rocky. And I gave, I gave Rocky a... Cause I, know, I know Rocky races against you, too, but <laughs> I didn't make him pay for his. I told him it was a special <laughs> treat for him, for me. Wait a minute. Rocky just got a free Bucky favorite ice cream. Yeah, so Rocky got Bucky's favorite ice cream, and he's eating it with Dougie right now. The two guys that are going to race you tomorrow yeah, in the race. Yeah, but that's the point, Betty. That's Isn't that, that's so, we're like sharing with him. Well, Betty, just, I, I, it's it? like a special day. Yeah, but it's Bucky, not. you need to come down to the double dip and eat ice cream with these guys. I, I, no, I'm not coming over there. I'm going to go somewhere else. I was all excited, but now... Betty, you kind of ruined my day, because I... Is there any left of my favorite? Hold on, I'll go check. Look at two guys, Rocky and Dougie, eating my ice cream. Oh, Bucky, the ice cream's all gone. My favorite. Double chocolate, chocolate, double chocolate, chip, chocolate, chocolate. But there's vanilla. And there's strawberry. I hate vanilla. Maybe I could put some chocolate in the strawberry for you. Daddy, why don't Cause I, you know how you love chocolate. Daddy, I gotta go. I'm gonna. I got. I'll see you. I'll see you later. You could right. even have a banana split. Daddy, I, I'm. Go, I, I gotta get going. I, I'm gonna. How about a vanilla with no, an ice cream no, cone? No, no, that's that's okay. Really, thank you. Sugar cone. Daddy, Daddy, I'm going. I gotta go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go over to Kim's. Oh. Yeah. Well, she always. Kim. Well, Does she want to come over and no, have a banana no, split you know, with you, Bucky? You know, well, I'm going there because Kim always keeps a gallon of my favorite chocolate, 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 chocolate in her freezer. And so I'm going to go over there and get some there. Bucky. I'll see you later. Bye, Bucky. I got to go. Me too. Well, boys and girls, that certainly was exciting, wasn't it? Poor Bucky. Hard day's work at the Beantown Garage. Dying for his favorite ice cream all day. Calls Betty, and what happened? Betty sold all of his ice cream into two beans he's really not very fond of. Rocky and Doug, well, stay tuned. It's going to get interesting. Friendship ring. I know. <laughs> I hope this just straightens out too soon. <laughs> well, Teach, what do you think of that? Ah, uh, that's the question. It's <laughs> <laughs> a couple of mixed messages in there, aren't there? It all works out. It all works out. I know. They're they're good <laughs> friends. It always works out. He was going to be in the big race with them the next day, so he was well, you know, and he was nervous about the race, and he wasn't himself. It would be a great one for for stopping and checking in with the kids of what they what they grasped of it. You know, who were the characters? Yeah. Where were they? What was the problem? 
What you know? Yep. I that would um, you know. It's episodic, you know. It's episodic. This is show, so it, uh, everything always it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, it's because they they talk fast, but they have a lot of feelings. It would be great for the kids just to uh, have some. I, 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 you know, I can't wait for that opportunity to uh, to play it and and go around the room and and get each kid's take on because you know the the, the things that I have heard from some of the kids is. Well, you know, in, it, because you have those two um, principles working against each other. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, it really is a great ethical uh, dilemma, isn't it? You know, you've got yes, you've got this yes. trust in each other that, you, and, and right. sharing comes into the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, <laughs> and, it is a dilemma. Big time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and. So. Dilemmas every day you must face, and we'll show them how to fix it. Soon. <laughs> and so both, both, both people feel they have, you know, the right. They're following the right moral compass. <laughs> right, right. So, and then the next step question of, so what would you do if you were Bucky, or what would you do if you were Betty? You know what? You know, it's great. It's great. Because social. Yeah, you know, and it's um, really it, it is so. And it's so male-female, isn't it? I mean, it's just uh, Well, beautiful. I'm not going to go with you there. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry about that. I'm not, taking, well, I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying that, that, it's, that, that it's male-female. It totally is male-female, you know, and uh, it makes sense to each, each sex that, you know, that everything is fine with I both see. sides. I see. Okay, yeah, the, the gap. The difference. It's not what it yeah, sounds like. You know, right. Yeah. It's not, not to disparage either one, you know. Um, okay. Well, let's go to a couple of more, more commercials. I didn't want to sit in a box, you know. Like they yeah. said, don't no, let no, you no. put me in the box. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go down and see what couple of more commercials and see what's happening downtown. In All downtown. right. All right. I gotta go. I gotta go. I, I, Okay, hey everybody, this is Aunt Sally, founder of Aunt Sally's Super Rub-A-Dub, Scrub-A-Dub, Spoon Watch. Hey, you got trouble? Yes, you do. It's been a long, tough winter. There's a lot of grease and grime on that special spoon of yours. So give her a treat. Remember, we only use the softest, fluffiest towels to hand-dry each and every spoon. So come on down. Get rid of that grease and grind. Bring your special spoon to Aunt Sally's Scrub-A-Dub, Rub-A-Dub, Spoon Wash. See you soon. Hey, everybody, this is Bucky. Remember that time that Betty and I went for a walk? It was just supposed to be a walk. And Betty didn't tell me that she started a little dog walking business. Remember how it got out of hand? All the dogs got out. And there was a lot of tripping and falling and total confusion. Well, you know Betty. She doesn't do things small. She thinks big all the time. So Betty has expanded that dog walking business into Betty's Doggy Salon and Hotel. 
So, the next time your little doggy needs a little wash, a little haircut, maybe massage, a little night in the hotel and a good walk, bring her down to Betty's Doggy Salon and Dog Doodle Pickup. That's right. Betty's added that service, too. So bring your doggy down. We'll see you soon. Hey, buddy, this is Bucky. Yeah, I'm down here at the Double Dip to tell you about the big Bean Dependence Weekend. That's right, the Battle of the Bands. Betty and her windbreakers against Glenda and her rotten tomatoes. So if you've been wondering who put the bump in the bump she bump and the ramel in the ramel in the ding-dong, come on, put your boogity shoes on and come down to the dip 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 dip, dip double dip Also, our favorite DJ will be on hand. That's right, LL Cool Bean. Of course, the celebrities, Mayor Hasbeam, Up Salima, Spark, even the boys from the garage, Spark, Batty, and everybody's favorite Robo. Of course, I'll be here too. So come on down, put those boogity shoes on, Rebelam a ding dong ding dong ding at the double dip this weekend. Betty and the Windbreakers versus Glinda and her Rotten Tomatoes. See you there. <laughs> it's quite a place, Bean Town, isn't it? I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot going on in Dean Town. Well, listen, this has been a, a fabulous show. I'm so happy you joined us and you gave us so many uh, insights into what, what it was like to, to be with kids all the time and to finally devote full time to your to your passion. Right, right. It's a great time of life. Isn't so it? was the other Just, time. Yeah, exactly. It all it all comes. But you know, one of the things we tr- I try to do on the show is tell kids that there's, as I found also, um, there's nothing like creativity. I mean, it's just you yes. know creativity and love and sharing and giving, because it all comes from inside out rather than outside. Yeah. In. Yes, I agree completely. You know, because when you're trying, you know, we in, in our society. And many societies today, when it's all about advertising and things and stuff, people think that, oh, if I get that thing, that'll fill a hole, you know, and it'll make me happier. But it never does, because it doesn't last. Right, right. And then when you create a song or a story or whatever you do, and then you look at the paper or you hear it, you say, wow, that came from inside. And that really is the gratification. It's true whole different experience yeah so we want you kids to write to sing to act to dance to yeah. you know be with your, your your family to when your friends and to share and to give and and uh, you'll have a beautiful beautiful life that's so that's right. going to wind it up for us do you have anything to add Doris? oh just um yeah, sing out or write out or talk out or act out your feelings as they come, and you'll find out that other people have those feelings too. And, exactly. Uh, that's I get and, that. And Enzo title. just Enzo just popped in here. Enzo, have you got something to? I'm sorry, I, I lost you for a minute. I had to get back. No, no, that's fine. You're back. That's the important thing. I'm sorry. That's Do you have something thing. to say or? About the what? <laughs> anything at all. Anything at all. Well, it's a nice day. I love a bucket and Betty. Uh, you, I've I, never I, heard I you that. have a loss for words, ever. It'll make me laugh. Have a loss and, uh, for words. 
But I really liked the, the dog uh, eating the homework and the homework eating. Well, the you dog. know, I got. Listen, I'm going to play one song that has. I've never. I'm just. Hello, I'm, 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 I'm shocked. I got something special for you. Ready? Hey, that's funny. Two or three or five. When I was a boy, in the eighth grade, Mama used to say, "Don't stay out too late with the bad boys or shoot the pool." Louise, you plucking a school. <laughs> Boy, you're making me sick. All of the things I gotta do. Can't get no kicks. I always gotta follow rules. Boy, you're making me sick. Just to make a lousy buck. Gotta feel like a fool. And Mama used to say all the time, What's the matter, you? Hey, gotta no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I uh, shut up in your face. <laughs> that's my mom. She played the solo on the accordion. That's a beautiful. <laughs> Soon to come a day, gonna be a big star. Then I make a TV shows and the movies. I get myself a new car. Still I be myself. I don't want to change a thing. Still I dance and sing. And I think about our mom. She used to say, What's the matter, you? Hey, got a no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. Now shut up your face. And mama used to say all the time, What's the matter, you? No respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I oh, shut up in your face. That's <laughs> my mom. Hello, everybody out there in the radio land and the TV land. Don't you know this was a bigger hit in Italy with this shut up in your face? I sing this song and all of my fans applaud. They clap in their hands and they're making me feel so good. You know, to learn that this is song, it's really simple. I sing the What's the Matter You, you say, hey, and I sing it the rest. At the end, we can all sing, I shut up your face. What's the matter you, got no respect, what do you think you do, why you look so sad, it's a not so bad, it's a nicer place, I shut up your face. What's the matter, you? Got no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. What's the matter, you? Got no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. Shut up with your face. I never heard you shut up of your face. Never have you oh, been a loss for words. Uh, you know, it's a funny. I remember that uh, uh, actually very well. But uh, uh, the uh, Dante Alighieri Society will be sending us many nasty notes saying <laughs> that one. Well, we all, always want to have fun. That was, uh, that was uh, uh, I, you know, I, I can't quite remember when, but... Uh, uh, when you get to the chorus, I recognize the, the, the song. The guy talks so funny, though, doesn't he? Oh, that yeah. Singer, he's great. Funny. Any comments, teacher? <laughs> 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 what could you uh, say about let's that say, one? 
let's say that would be one for the family to sing at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, shut up in your face. <laughs> we over in the classroom. But, uh, no, 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 we couldn't do that. But, well, see, we went to parochial school, so they did tell us, shut up in your face. Oh, really? Really? Oh, oh really? yeah. This is my job. I sure, yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a public school kid, so yeah, that didn't yeah, happen in exactly. my school. <laughs> exactly, you get arrested today. Well, listen, we yeah, have an absolute. I... Go ahead, Enzo. You have something to wrap up yeah, the show no, with? Go ahead, go ahead. I was no. I no, no, no. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm fine. Well, okay. We're going to wrap it up with this. Is this, I just uh, I love this, and this will bring us we back have, to the. Can we get the uh, we get to the website one more before we do that? Oh yeah, let's do that before we get into this. All right, here we go. Um, okay. Yes, it's uh, go ahead, Pioneer. Go ahead. Oh, Pioneer Valley Singing. Dot C O. Great. So be careful on that. It's not C O M. It's just Pioneer Valley Singing. Dot C O. And I hope Great. to hear from some of you. Okay, thanks. Right, and ours is www.beantownpals, B-E-B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N-P-A-L-S.com. And, of course, the radio show, blogtalkradio.com slash beantownpals. So much fun. Dorothy, will you come back All sometime? Right. Well, Thank you so much great. for coming on the show. It Thank nice you so time. much. Sure, sure. Okay, so we'll let the Beatles. Everybody. Thank you. Right. We'll let the Beatles take us out. Arrivederci, everyone. Ciao, ciao. Ciao.
And that's it, folks. We certainly do hope that you enjoyed the show because we had a blast, as we do every Saturday. And please come back and have a fantastic July weekend and treasure them because, unfortunately, in the Northeast, they don't last that long. All right, bless you all. Have a great weekend. Please come back next Saturday when we get back to Beantown and all the fun. Thank you.